are you ready or not? Because we're going. Oh. Why are you laughing? Go ahead with the intro and I'll tell you. Oh, shit. We didn't even do it last week. Sorry, guys. Um, We know where we're at. If you're new here, I'm Man She's Joe. We are two wicked awkward mass holes who get together every Wednesday to talk about pop culture things like music, movie, TV, and books. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Wham617. Dope. And we come at you with um, things like Book of the Week and Song of the Week and good stuff on there. We really have to update our Spotify playlist because I've not in a very long time and if you want to watch things with us we post a week in advance what we'll be talking about the following week every thursday so thank you joe for setting that up i hope that it's helpful yeah and i hope that it will be helpful for this week's episode because let me tell you something you are not okay right now the scars guard family who i fucking love no fucking complaints Yes. I don't think that I've ever seen anything that a Skarsgård was in that I did not agree with or loved. Until now? Don't say until now. <gasps> you fucker. You fucker. I don't. I think I missed something. So, The Northmen. Which looked, I've seen the trailer. Willem Dafoe, Alexander Skarsgård, tall motherfucker, beautiful. Um, he Nicole is. Kidman. Oh, yeah. Um. That the blonde girl with the Anya Taylor she's Joy. Fan, she's fantastic. Bjork. Bjork, that's right. Um but this, you know, <laughs> his last name in True Blood was Northman. And he is a Swedish motherfucker with ancestry that I'm sure he tied to in this movie. It's directly to the Vikings. So I'm like, it's perfect for him. What tell me, like what what? Because this was all about revenge, correct? Yes super linear yep that was the whole point mm-hmm. okay but i've never experienced i want to say that it took me three days to watch this which is unusual for you yeah especially for a scars guard movie because the amount of grunting screaming the amount of caves that we went into to prepare for the moment where he finally took his revenge was way too much. It was not as gory as I thought it was going to be. Oh, okay. See, like, I, I thought you were going to say it was too much. The show Vikings was, was gorier gory. than this. Oh, damn. That's why Vikings is amazing, though. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And I hope With another Scars guard. <laughs> I, I hope that it's historically accurate because that show is oh, fucking so beautiful. Amazing. But and I'm sure that this is also historically accurate. Like you got the whole like it sounds they invaded villages and and they you know raped the women and we took all your gold and we brought it back to our earl and it's very much that the usual. Yes, but this felt more dirty. It was Anima- super gross, animalistic. It was very feral. Yeah, feral. That's the it word. Was yeah, super feral. Mm. I was like, mm. w- Willem Dafoe looked especially feral. Was not in there for very long. Oh, I hate when that happens. Was in there for maybe the first 10 minutes. I might be exaggerating. Probably the first like half hour. But still. Yeah. Fell short. I don't like when you highlight a particular person uh, in the trailer and make it seem like (coughs) they're going to be there for the whole entirety of this movie. And then they have like a five minute screen time. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't. I don't enjoy that whatsoever. So it starts off with... um, 
His name is Amleth. Yes. And you see him, uh, like, obviously interacting with his mother, who's Nicole Kidman. And his dad had just come back from, like, a, a oh, God, what do they call them? Rage? No. Raids. Raids. From a raid. Sorry. So they had come back from a raid, and it's definitely, like, him and his dad bonded. Mm-mm. Right? They did all the weird things together. I'm sure. He definitely took his son under his wing and was, like, preparing him to be the next Earl. Mm-hmm. Um, And unfortunately... Daddy goes bye-bye. Yes. And it's by someone close to Amleth. And they were looking for Amleth to kill him. He flees. Um, Many, 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 many years later, Amleth is a slave. Because the thing about Vikings is that uh, they would take other Vikings as slaves, which I thought was... Interesting, right? Yeah, I was going to say refreshing to slave your own, you know? Yeah, I do remember seeing him in the trailer as a slave on the boat. There were no biases there. They were just like, nah, you look weak. You will be my slave. (laughs) Which is hilarious considering what Skarsgård looks like. Yeah. So he ends up becoming a slave for the guy who murdered his dad and his mother. But it's, okay. but it's been so long that they didn't recognize who he was. So, but he knew. He knew. And he was, you know, the whole thing is like slowly but surely. He's just get, trying to get closer and closer it's and closer. It's a long game. Yep. And then chaos, chaos ensues. He takes a woman. Well, they gifted him a woman. Oh, how nice. For saving the Earl's son. Okay. Um, Maybe make him not a slave anymore? No, that was not. That was literally. He's like, like, like so th- this Earl and Nicole Kidman, good God, Queen Godrum, um, they had two boys. One was significantly older than the youngest one. And it was the oldest one who gave the news. So like Amleth saved the little one. Mm. So the oldest brother was like, oh, you can have this woman that you've been eyeing, but don't you ever think that you're ever going to get your freedom? Like, this is about it. So he was like, okay. Oh, fucking hell. He's like, okay, like, whatever. I'm grateful. Playing along. Mm. And um, a lot of mysticism and Mm. supernatural and uh, very spiritual. Like, he's very much guided by Odin. Mm. oh yeah yeah yeah. it's very i got that oh my god like the the amount of times that a a crow appears in this man's presence hold on this is gonna bug me if i leave it there which much like vikings to show right um but But, more so in this one like it was just very heavy in the spirituality stuff Mm -hmm. um it almost made it seem like he was very in tune with the gods and stuff i don't care i wrapped him it's fine i don't care so um he takes the woman and at one point he's feeling defeated. So he's like, you know what? Maybe we should just take our chances and just flee. And he's like on the fucking boat. And he's like, you know what? I changed my mind. I'll come find you. So he goes back. Yeah. He goes back. Well, he realized a couple things and like, I understand where his realization like made him change his mind. He was very right in doing so. But, um, it totally left me with like all that for this. Oh, yeah. Build up, build up, build up. Yeah. Is it long? Is it a long movie? <laughs> uh, yes, yes. To the audience, yes. It felt like this movie took forever. This movie well, I mean, was it's two hours and 17 minutes long. 
is in so a lot of grunting and cave and plotting scenes and plotting plotting and oh and the the woman that he that he was gifted she was connected to nature Mm, well that makes sense yeah yeah she was very much a worshiper of Mm. just nature and and it was just i so and I thought you were going to say that it took you three days because it was so bad, bad in terms of like the gore, like raping. Like I thought you were going to say like it's hard to watch. No. You were bored. It's hard. To, yeah. It's I watched 30 minutes. That seems to be my sweet spot. And I was like, no. Wow. But you stuck it through. B- because because you know why? Because that first 30 minutes, the grunting and the screaming and the caviness and the dirtiness of it all was way too much. I'm like, is there, there literally is barely any dialogue. Wow. <laughs> the first 700, like 1700 lines of this fucking movie is grunts. I want to see... Skarsgård explain how he prepared to get in character for this. I don't. Wow. I don't. Wow. And and they definitely spoke English, but oh, with the oh, Nordic yeah. accent. Um, they have to because they have to appeal to us. But I kind of wish this did like a Passion of the Christ thing <laughs> and have been true. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like that would have made it so much better yeah. if they actually spoke in the native language for, for Vikings. Yeah, which I'm sure Skarsgård knows. 100%. Well, I mean, I know they speak Swedish. Yeah, I don't know if that's what the language. I'm so no, but I'm sure it's a derivative. I'm I'm so yeah. Not I, prepared I'm not. For this. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm not cultured enough. Yeah, but I'm not smart enough to know languages. No, so I dirty, a little dirty. bloody. I'm surprised. I th- see. I thought this was gonna be wicked gory. The very last scene, like the very last fight took place in the gates of hell 1l um which was at the mouth of a volcano okay and and these dudes were i'm pretty sure one of them was naked but the other one was wearing like a leotard and they were both barefoot and i was like absolutely not yeah no that's not real no you're jumping over a stream of hot lava you're not burning your balls i don't don't think so barefoot barefoot you wouldn't have feet but no You would have nubbies. <laughs> Your swords would melt. But then again, his sword was gifted by the gods and it was like uh, going to be sharp forever and it was never going to dull. Maybe they should have given him feet that wouldn't burn. I think they did. And and there was like, there was one. I don't Say even know it. if it fucking counts. In that moment, there was like a slash that happened to the arm by a sword. And I was like, ooh, that's going to fall off any second because it did look really real. But that was it. It sounds like they didn't go far enough. No. They didn't go dirty and, enough. And the hand-to-hand enough. combat felt sluggish. And and it felt like this was the rehearsal. Hmm. And, and not the actual, it just felt forced. Like, I don't know. Maybe, you know, holding a sword, I get that they're very heavy. Maybe you're tired and it's, but it just, it just felt so, maybe that's the word I'm looking for, for this whole experience was just sluggish. That's sad because this looked so good. And as soon as I finished it, I was like, I feel like I have to watch it again just to make sure. Just to make sure that you're not. But it's like the fact that I had that thought. You know what though? 
Where did you watch this? Because I'll watch it and I'll let you know. Bro, I bought it. No, I know, but where? On Apple TV. I okay. paid. Maybe I can, maybe I can access that too. You, I don't think you we'll can see. access my library. I'll see. We never know. You can like access Apple TV, but yeah. not my oh, library. Oh, I yeah. got you. Um, I because I again I, I still want to see this just to see. I think you should. I I think people should because mm. I think that people who are huge fans of this particular era and this particular culture will enjoy it. And I'm not saying that I don't. Because Vikings was a really good, like, favorite show of mine. Oh, I yeah. never finished it. But The Last Kingdom, I'm up to date on, except for the last season that just aired. But this just didn't do it for me. That's so sad. Like, <laughs> I saw a man go through eagle death. You guys, Did you really? On Vikings? It's in there? On Vikings. Oh, 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 oh. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I thought they included it in North No, North. it was in Vikings. Yeah. Like, you know... Mm-hmm. how disgusting that shit mm-hmm. got ragnar was covered in blood most and this wasn't Travis like it wasn't like that so weird they were more dirty than anything else bloody hands but like dirt hmm. that's upsetting which is like it really is because supposedly the vikings were like one of the most hygienic cult like of peoples like they had combs and shit they groomed not these guys these are just dirty fucks rolling around in the mud. And everything was just gloomy. I'm so, sad now. so gloomy. Mm. Not a bright day in anyone's no. purview. That's sad. Well, I don't know what happened. Maybe it's me. I'll watch it and I'll let you know if I'll it was still you. give it like a six, yeah. seven. But I'm, I think it was me. All right. God, I fucking hope it was. Because <laughs> if not, I, I feel really bad for Nicole Kip. Yo, she did some things she was scary really yeah but it was it was in her mannerisms it was nothing like not fighting i'm not talking about that it was (laughs) it was in one of the last scenes that we see her and the way that she just cackles i was like well you're terrifying okay and i can see you going psychotic you should play a role intrigued okay Mm -hmm. all right i'm definitely watching this Mm -hmm. fuck this but that's about it Mm. yeah Mm. Mm -hmm. what you got well, we'll go with disappointing and then go again to even more disappointing to Firestarter. No! <gasps> I was so afraid you were going to say that. So this is the new remake. Fuck off! Yeah. Obviously, we know it's a Stephen King book. And then it was a movie with a little Drew Barrymore when she was just an itty-bitty little thing. Uh, I didn't watch that. I did not read the book, so I was going into this movie completely blind. Um, I really w- makes me want to read the book now, though, because oh you know the book is always better. Um, and it stars our wonderful hmm, Zach Effie, Zach Efron. Such a cutie. Um, it is in theaters, but it's also on Peacock if you have it. Um, I it's free if you have cable like Xfinity. Mm-hmm. So that's how I watched it. Um, I'm just gonna come out right and say it. Overall feelings, I was bored. And that's kind of why I didn't like it. Um, the The premise here is that mom and dad, um, I got, knowing Stephen King, he probably gave them like a little bit of The Shining. They each had, I don't say psychic abilities, but they had something that made them different than normal. And they were tested upon. Um, they were given a serum called Lot 60, whatever. It was a number. And um, it would just kind of heighten 
give them something, like a new power, what well, was like telekinesis or whatever. Okay. Um, so mom was telekinetic. She could move things with her mind. Dad could push people with his brain, meaning like make them do things. He can um, manipulate them. Okay. There you go. Um, and then they both had a daughter and she could basically shoot fireballs, you know, like a fire starter. They hence the name. Mm-hmm. Um, they tried to like um, tamp it down on her, like tell her not to use it. It's bad. And but then obviously she's growing up and she's it's like right around puberty and her emotions are getting the better of her. Like turning so red, basically, yeah. <laughs> Except in this case, she's shooting off fireballs. Um, and so she ends up getting emotional because she's getting bullied. Um, she sets off an explosion in the bathroom, and so the bad people who turn mom and dad into who they are, um, they're called DSI. Okay. Stupid. Um, want to take the girl, take dad, and, um, like, they want to train her, is what they keep calling it, but, like, you know they're gonna, they're gonna test her, you know? Um, and so it's basically, like, them on the run, um... It's no surprise because within the first 30 minutes, Mama, Mama is killed. Um, her and Daddy are on the run. Um, Daddy it, gets caught. It felt like that yeah. in the trailer that Mom yeah. was in present. Yep. Yeah. Um, so that's basically, like, the entire premise. But then, of course, because they're running, like, she learns how to use her... Pa- like, she learns how to use the fireballs at will instead of just be- getting emotional. Um, it, that's basically it. <laughs> um, my first note here... Why is Zac Efron's face stuck? He, I was like, this bitch has Botox, and it makes me sad. Oh, you if know, you look I at his, noticed that on Lady Gaga the other day. Like his, her forehead doesn't move right here. It doesn't move. It like, it. He looks way different. So I was watching Lady Gaga sing the other day, and the only thing that moved in her face was when she closed her eyes and opened her mouth, but. Her yeah. nose didn't wrinkle, nothing. Yeah. Her forehead was, like, solid. Yes. That's so like, his. That's, don't. So I think he's gotten work done. Or he uses Botox. I think she was she was laughing, which made it even creepier. Oh, that's weird. I could see Zach. Because all I kept Botox. looking at was his face, and I was like, you look stuck, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, guys, please um, stop with the Botox. So I wrote, uh, it's it just seemed very pedestrian. Like, it was a one-thought deal it like was, these guys were bored and be like hey you remember that movie firestarter from like the late 80s like should we just do, do that it again? again yeah um so i was ho- I again i never read the book i didn't see the drew barrymore version so i was hoping there was more um and it just wasn't it was it was it was boring very 4.6 well, and I was just gonna say I gave it a four, like a five out of ten. Like it was just very, eh. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was nothing special. The girl was okay, but like there are way better child actors than her. I'm sorry to say, like she just screamed and like color came out of her. Like obviously CGI, and it was just like fire. Things blew up, and then I had to go and kill a cat. Like I was. I was like, why? It was probably in the book. It was probably in the movie. But like. That's dumb. It was just, it felt very tired. And I was bored. 
And it was one of those things where I kept looking to see how much time was oh, left. Oh, no. Yeah. That's yeah. literally so, a sign of, like, is why yeah. are we here? So I was not a fan. Um, God damn. That's I, very and, disappointing. I thought that the trailer... The trailer, great. Made it look really good. But that was about it. Um, yeah. Poor Zac Efron and his stuck face was all I could look at. Well, that's what happens when you decide to go and do documentaries. <clears throat> yeah. And catch sun, and then you're all wrinkly. Yeah. Sorry, this tag is killing me. Oh, I was like, what are you doing? I can't that? live with it anymore. Yeah, I liked him better as Bundy than in this fucking movie. At least your face moved then. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though. And he's playing a dad now. I was like, is this just like your transition period I, from being like oh, the hot boyfriend was to it you that I had this conversation did, with? Yeah. I was like, it's like watching De Niro when he went from like mobster to dad to, to grandpa. Granddad, yeah. I was like, oh god, yeah. this is so. So the next one, have you seen Millie Bobby Brown lately? Yes. What the fuck happened? So Javi was like, did she get work done? And I was like, no, she no. turned 18. And he yeah. goes, that's my point. I'm like, no, you're not hearing me. Yeah. It happened. The same thing happened to Billie Eilish. Yep. When they were underage, they covered up. They dressed appropriately. The second that they're legal, they're sexualized. Yep. Billie went and took all her clothes off. Mm-hmm. And then wearing a wig. That has to be a wig. The blonde, the blonde hair? That can't be No, blonde. that's her hair. That's real. That's her hair. Fair? Yes. yes. And her boyfriend now? I was like, hmm. I don't know who he is. Me neither, but I've seen I've seen photos of them and cuz I follow her on Instagram. I'm just cuz they uh, Netflix posted on um IG it was like the premieres of each season and and them and how much they've grown. Mm. And I feel like everyone else is very like the usual progression, and then she just like celebrity. Out of nowhere, she like turned Hollywood. That's so strange. And I, I don't know if I, I still love her. Javi was like, "Where did the hips come from?" All of a sudden, she's got boobs, and I'm like, "Yeah, they just." She's wearing clothes that she, she wants now. She doesn't dress herself, but yeah. they don't think they dress themselves. No, like, I don't I, think they do either. Oh, but it's just like it's so. It's weird growing up, and then like, oh, they're adults now. Like, it's just weird. Oh, like weird. there's no transition. No. Between <laughs> 17 and 18. No. It's like, we're going to dress you like a 12-year-old at 17, and then you turn 18, and all of a sudden it's like everything's tight and accentuated. Mm-hmm. And it's so strange, because now you're going to have men who are going to be drooling over her. Oh, sure he has. probably were drooling over her before. They were. They and it's were. like, you're a fucking pedo. Oh, it's just yeah. okay to come out and say that you're a 35-year-old self. It's okay for you to say that you're attracted to her because she's now 18. Yeah. Or on the other side of the spectrum, she's 18, she's a woman, and now she wants to accentuate like who she wants to be. She doesn't have to hide it because she's a quote-unquote kid anymore. I, I'm i not here objective. I'm just saying I, I still, I, I she's a great actress. I don't think that's okay. At 18, oh, for the little people? I don't think it's okay because you're still a child. Oh, yeah. But especially like when you, me hearing, you know, oh, you're in your early 20s, you're a baby. And I'm like, okay, like I'm 34, yeah. But it just, yeah, she just, oh, it made it, me uncomfortable when I saw her. It's funny because when I was at um, Daniela's son's like baseball stuff, they had on opening day, they had like high schoolers there to, I think they were like part of like the young coaches. Yeah. I was like, they're in high school. I was like, those kids are 14. The eighth graders at my kid's school 
I was like, what? Some of those girls, and I'm going to sound really disgusting right now, but some of those girls have bigger boobs than I do. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, they can't help that. But, but it's insane. Yeah. They just make them there, different now. There's there's a seventh grader who's taller than me. Yep. That's what. That's why I was flabbergasted, because they were all all taller than me. Because then again, I'm not short, you know, tall by any means myself, but... But but it, it brings me back to like when I was 15 and guys were asking me how old I was and I'd be like, oh, I'm 15. And they'd be like, oh, you look like you're in your 20s. Mm-hmm. You're like, Jesus Christ. Like, what is it? The wrinkles? No. It's but puberty, I, I, bitch. Yeah. But I would also be like, oh, thank you. Like, I look mature. But see, I always got an ick from that. I didn't I didn't I didn't understand that ick was a thing until I started reading more and watching yeah. more true crime. So I was a naive little bastard back then. Um, but yeah, yeah, it just, it grossed me out. I, but I feel bad. She looks beautiful. Oh yeah. She they does. all do. Son of a bitch. But at the same time, it made me feel some type of way. Yeah. Oh, I got you. I got you. And, and nothing that she's doing is inappropriate. No, it's not. It's just, I, I start to think of the other gender. And and their thoughts. She's been sexualized since Stranger Things came out. You're, she was twelve. You're disgusting. Oh, I know. People are disgusting. They did the same thing to Billie Eilish. Oh, she's got big boobs under that shirt. Shut up. Yeah. The second she turned eighteen, and she started wearing skimpier clothes and tighter clothes, all of a sudden, all the dudes. I'm like, you're gross. She just turned eighteen yesterday. Yeah. Give it and, a couple months. And her age still ends in teen. She's too young for your bro. Yeah. Um. Oh. But. That being said, I'm super jazzed because we're filming this a week before uh, season four airs, and I am here for it. Oh, man. At least volume one airs next week, and then volume two airs, they said, in July. So they're they're breaking it up. Are they? Um, Yeah, I think it's to keep the momentum going, because if they put it all out there, it's almost like it fizzles after a couple weeks. Yeah. So I think they're doing Netflix is doing that to create buzz for a prolonged period of time. I don't like the weekly episodes. I can't do that. Like, Me neither. I can't. I can't keep up. But I would definitely be down for like part one, part two. Yeah, because Teen Wolf did that. Um, Supernatural did a couple <coughs> times. Bless you. Thank you. Um, so I like that better. Well, than Supernatural waiting. did it because they were airing on TV, though. So they would take a, a mid-season yeah. break. Obviously, also, yeah. it was like 22 episodes, so they would take a mid-season break. Yeah. But these guys are, I mean, you bang it out and that's yeah. it. How many episodes per volume? I have no idea. Well, they they did, what, 13 in each? So, like, each volume or each season? No, I'm th- see, previous seasons. Oh, so about, like, six and seven. Yeah. Unless they went to an even 14. Gotcha. Or even 12. All right. Um, do you want to tell us about your... No. I want to hear about our father. Oh, shit. Because I told you <laughs> that my mom was watching something upstairs, and I was like, dude, this guy impregnated all these bitches, and now all these kids are related, but they all went into the foster care system because they were sold off. Like, how gross is that? But is this not the same thing? Because you're giving me a face. Not the foster bit. Yeah, he like he impregnated all these women and then sold them to couples and told he the women sell them. What are you talking okay, so about? then this is something different that my mom was watching. Probably. Yeah. Um, the first half of that was correct, um, or you were listening incorrectly. Um, 
No, I, I watched like two episodes of this shit with my mom. So Our Father is a documentary. It's an hour and a half long on um, Netflix. And it's it was it took place in the 70s and 80s. Uh, or was it the 60s? Anyway, it was back then when there was a lot of orange and brown colors. And uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> I think that's the 70s. Yeah, it was oh definitely the 70s, but I don't know if it was into the 80s or the 60s. I couldn't remember. Um and it was basically this um it was during a time when uh, uh what's the um uh in vitro wasn't really like a thing but he kind of spearheaded it with his partner um that they would you know insert the sperm and impregnate women that were having infertility issues okay so he was a pretty popular doctor um and he was also like a gyno so people could go to him for whatever um and so he would help women who were having trouble um, find donors who he said he got from the hospital and that they, you couldn't have the same donor couldn't donate his sperm more than three times because they didn't want a bunch of, you know, siblings running around. Gotcha. That's that was like the quote unquote rule. It's very considerate of him. Um, yeah. So that was what he was almost popular for was that he was his name was Donald Klein, Dr. Klein. And um this whole thing started because a woman, um, I totally forget her fucking name, uh, Jacoba, she knew that her mom used in vitro, but she thought it was, she was using her husband's sperm. Her husband collected the sperm and then they had to race within an hour to his office for him to insert it in order for it to take. So, um, these families, these couples were going to him. Uh, do you follow that science at all? So you jizz into a cup, and within an hour you bring it to the doctor's office so the doctor can inject it. Yeah, inject where? He's it's like one of the, it's like a long not directly a into the uterus. Yeah, into the woman. How is that any different from just coming inside your wife? Right. <laughs> that makes no sense. Right. Whatsoever. Um. But here's the thing: is that he would never use any sperm he was given. He would use. He would go in his office, jack off into, and use his sperm. You're disgusting. So, <laughs> but they found that out because Jacoba put her DNA on Twenty Three and Me. Found that she thing that's becoming yeah, and so that's why this thing became known is because she found out she had hundreds of half siblings. And they all had similar stories. They went to Dr. Klein for infertility, were artificially inseminated, and they all looked alike. They were all um, blonde hair, blue-eyed people. And um, you want to know where the number is right now? Go ahead. 96 and counting. He's like, oh, I only did it when we didn't have a donor. Um, It was only, I used my sperm sparingly. Um blah 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 and he's like i didn't do it more than 10 times 96 and these people like and so what sucks is that what he did at the time and now is considered is not considered illegal because they were consenting women they went to the infertility to get sperm inserted into them they nowhere on the paperwork did say that it had to be their significant other sperm right not only that but they said it was specified as donor sperm and technically his could be donor sperm yeah so that's why it was hard because all of these siblings these women the first woman jacoba she like you know she's the one who reached out via 23andme and ancestry to these 
half siblings. Mm -hmm. And she told them the situation. And yeah, they all went, their moms all went to Dr. Klein. And um, they all live in the same, like, however many mile radius. I forget what state it was. And, um, oh my God. It was like anybody you walk by could be a half sibling. Oh my God. Like, that's how. How far spread you it is could have married your half brother yeah so that's why they're documenting documenting it so that like yeah you like you could totally be marrying a half brother how old are these people like what's the they're age? in their 30s 40s okay then this is just de- yeah it's definitely because they're mom it, yeah um <laughs> so it was like it was so messed up though because again they went they took him to court but they the only reason they had He's alive it, oh yeah oh yeah and what's what sucks is that one of the siblings, like uh, technically his half, his daughter, was one of these siblings, and he was her OBGYN. She's like, this man who is my father saw my like has done paps on me before, and she was so icked by that. And I was like, girl, I feel you. But also, they thought that their their dads, or also like their mom's husbands, like they thought that that was my dad, and it's not my dad. Well biologically speaking oh so they were never told like oh you were from a don't no because technically it was the husband sperm that they were dependent on this some knew it was donors but some thought it was their husbands because they brought it to him so they can't sue this man they've tried but there's no they they did make it a law in the state that they're all from that you can't um something about like however many donors like you can't have more than whatever of or a doctor can't do it etc like they made it for their state but it's not federal oh my god that is so, a complete violation of because it's not rape technically no it's not um he's he's manipulation. doing what it says on the paper You're yeah getting but their whole thing was that like it was a doctor patient relationship and then he'd go in the other room under sexual pretenses jerk off and then still be in that like high of post not do you think he has a pregnancy kink i don't know this dude is so fucked but he like oh my god anytime the like they tried to go to his house and question him like he always had a gun on his hip and he would always like he all the siblings did go to his house i forget i honestly forget it's it is it's like oh god i think it no it's the midwest it's like one of yeah and it um he they like had dinner with him to like explain he's like to for him to like maybe say something and he basically like threatened them he was like i did nothing wrong fuck off or i'm gonna shoot you basically so and he would um i don't know like he was just like yeah it was all yucky and um he did i think he's dead now i think he's dead now but like of natural causes but he never saw jail time because again it's it's not against their consent no, that's and what there's the no. Says. Yep. That's so, so fucking and gross. the only reason they could bring him to court the first time was he lied on a deposition for, for some reason. It was like something on the page. It was like such a technicality, and that was what the case was about. And um, then Jacobo went to go give like a victim statement, and the judge was like, "I need to remind you, this is not about the insemination." with his sperm like it's not about that so she couldn't even really wow so it was There's it no, was all kinds it's of almost like up. no point now either He's yeah dead. like what are they gonna do but it was very it, it wicked ick how long was he practicing for years 30 plus years oh. and it's funny because his partner at the time 
was like, I had no idea. I was like, bruh. How yeah, did you Epstein's not wife didn't know either. Yeah. Mm. Um, it was just so fucked up. But I felt bad because like he did kind of screw up a lot of these families and that they're still finding people. You literally could. If you're telling me that it, be- it happened in this small area of this town and they didn't move away, you could be married to your half sibling. Yep. Yeah, they definitely did talk about that, too. So it was like incest is a thing in this town. It cannot not yep. be. Yep. Oh, Ick, right? Ooh. Yep. Yeah. So, yay, documentaries. <laughs> no, there is there was something airing on TV, like on cable TV, and my mom was watching it, and um, it was along the same lines, but these people were old. Like, these were grandparents, right? Mm-hmm. Like, people in their 50s and over. And... Um, yeah, that's something else. This guy would... Um, he was also in obstetrics. Mm-hmm. And he would bring in mothers like early Mm-mm. and have them go through a C-section and tell the women that their baby died. And then <gasps> he would sell the babies. Oh, I've heard. To I've make heard, money. Yeah. And a lot of the times he impregnated these women also and <laughs> sold his own kids. What the fuck? Yeah. For a buck. You're awful. And it was the same thing. It was one of those, I think it was one of those things where like it was a 23andMe thing or like some kind of DNA testing and all of a sudden everything came up and there were babies that were twins that were separated at birth and sold off and it was insane. It was the body of this man had to be exhumed to, in order to get um, DNA to make sure. Yeah. I forget what it's fucking called, but if I, if I, I'll post it if, um. If I can remember, but it was on cable TV. I can't imagine That's it's fucked also up. on Hulu. Yeah. That's even more fucked That's up. That's why I thought it was. Say, yeah, he was impregnating women and selling the babies. Who buying these babies? Who fucking knows? People who. Back alley people that buy babies on the side because they don't want to go through the system because you're probably not sad. a fit parent. Yeah, no, I'm not. To begin with. Not a fan. Yeah. That's so fucked up. Nasties. Leave the kids alone. Yeah. All right. Speaking of leaving the kids alone. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Oh, no, 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 no. You have a book. I do. All right. I'll, I'll talk about it briefly. Um, Chuck Wendig, people. Who it is? Great. Who it is? That's a great writer. Who it is? Who it is? Um, I actually, he has a series that I did not finish, um, but it was like his writing was really good and she was really sassy and sarcastic and I was like, yo, I'm about this. Okay. Um, just a great writer overall. Um, and so I've had this book on my shelf for a little bit hot minute um it's called the book of accidents and it's it's a family that returns to their hometown um and it's like his dad actually this goes directly into what we're about to talk about next because his dad it's like a dad um is a cop and they're in the city his son is having some problems he's like 15 16 and his name is oliver and dad is neat and then they have his mom and that his son is ex- extremely empathetic and he can almost like like with his bullies he could almost like see the pain in them it, he like described it as like this like um this gray kind of like whatever okay and when ever his first uh shooter drill that they had at school like he I can't believe that's he like thing. pissed himself. Like he was just so like because he could feel the yeah. So they never let him watch the news because he would always like feel 
what those he would people empathize, were feeling, yeah. But like to a supernatural level almost. Um, so to take him out of the city because people, um, they moved into his dad's old house. But he was abused by his father who became um, a corrections officer and he was just a wicked drunk, like hit his kid and he was still traumatized by that so did not have a relationship. Yeah. Into. And he, but it was like in the country. So they moved there and, but also his wife, Maddie, when she was a little girl, she would make stuff like she's an artist. She'd make sculptures, she'd make dolls. Um, and she like would always make these haunting sculptures, but like she was, she made things with her hands. Okay. Um, and this happens in Pennsylvania, and there's this area called Ramble Rocks, and it's, like, this sinister area, like, this dark energy that lives there. Like, you could just feel it. Um, and so when they move back uh, – sorry, I'm just reading the synopsis to see no, if I can give you some directions. He, um, Their son Oliver meets a strange boy who becomes his best friend. And he kind of has a taste for dark magic. So this kind of, like, catapults them into something that's, like, completely, out, you know, outside of their usual living. Um, and it's basically a book about, yeah, good versus evil. But what's interesting is that this friend that Oliver meets is himself in another, from another dimension. I was wondering how the fuck any of that tied into what we're talking about. And I know about. that sounds weird, but Chuck Wendig did this so wonderfully. It's like he, there are many different timelines, and Jake was a version, he was technically Oliver, but from a, a world where his dad beat on him. Oh, because his dad beat on cycle, him. He continued it? Yes. Nice. And there's this quote-unquote demon that promised Oliver, if you were to give me 99 souls and kill them in Ramble Rocks on this rock, which is basically like an altar, he, um, then he will basically give him control of the world. Like, destroy the world and we'll remake everything anew. There'll be no pain. You need to help me um, so that I can take away your pain. 99. Yeah. I, yeah. It was weird. And then, so what was interesting is that they kind of started the book by... Um, Describing the seal killer named Edmund, Edmund Reese, and from that same area in Pennsylvania, and he like killed all these girls who bring him to Ramble Rocks and kill them. And he was a numbers guy. He'd be like, "There's 99 steps to whatever, so I need to, you know 99 souls, whatever." OCD. And the guy, and he was electrocuted, um, death by electrocution, and the or corrections officer was Nathan's dad, and um, so it kind of like connected in a way. Mm-hmm. And oh my god, I'm so sorry. What are you doing? It, Interrupting I, me with I awesome music. I accidentally played the trailer. I wasn't planning. Oh, oh, my for bad. the movie. Yeah. Um. So it, 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 there's a lot to this, and it's interesting because, like, the mom, she was making a sculpture, and before she knew what she was doing, she was making like a life-size model of the serial killer, oh. and then it came to life. Oh. So it's like supernaturally, excuse me, things like that that are happening um, and that you do come to find out. The Book of Accidents is a book that um, Jake, which is like the tormented version of Oliver, um, he can like, it's so hard to describe. Oh, my God. He can like pull things out of midair and it looks like magic, but it's like he's, he has a, oh, God, this is so hard. It's like a place in time that he can like hide things and he can pull them out at random. Can I give you like a... 
is it like the the room of requirement in the Harry Potter world? Yeah. Okay. Basically. Okay. And um, so Oliver's seeing all this magic, but then Nate, the dad, gets like thrust into another timeline where um Timelines he meets so he meets yeah I know he meets his father, but it's a different version. It's a nicer version of his father, and he's trying to help him like save his family from this bad version of Oliver that's trying to kill his son Oliver. Like it's. It sounds crazy in science fiction, but it's really not. It's very supernaturally. It's very dark. Um, Chuck Wendig, the author, did such a beautiful job. I gave it like a three out of ten. Um, a three let me just, out of ten? I mean, whoa, a three out of five. Sorry. Oh, I was say, that's not good. <laughs> so, um, like, for prose, I was like, the subject matter went deeper than its words. Fantastic pace, strong, believable characters. The writing was fantastic. Um, the only con I had was that the climactic battle felt a bit rushed, but it was like a fabulous ending. It was just standalone. Oh yeah. There's no series involved here. It's just one and done. And it's interesting. I should have brought it with me, but you know how some books have that like gloss over just the letters? Yeah. Um, this one, it had that, but the gloss was skewed. So you could see like the letters, but the, the glossy bits of it were like off-centered so it was like it looked like an accident was made in the printing process and i was like i see what you did there the book of accidents i see you time is skewed i got you it was it was just beautiful all around it was a big a big bitch it's like 500 pages a little over 530 thereabouts but it's totally worth it like it flew by because i just enjoyed every second Yeah. yeah so that's a high recommend and now we're going to talk about something that has to do with dimension and time. Okay, listen. <laughs> we are only going to talk aesthetics and no spoilers. feelings here. Yes. No and of spoilers. course we're talking about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Which, what a great fucking name for a movie. Fuck yeah. So he's probably one of my favorites. Ben- Doctor Strange? Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, also, Benedict. Great choice for casting. What's yeah. up, bro? So I know from the trailers, we know that this has to do with Doctor Strange, and we know that Wanda's involved somehow. We're not going to say how, obviously. But, but you need to have watched. Yes. So I was, it was barreled into my fucking head that don't you dare go watch the um, Multiverse of Madness if you've not watched WandaVision, because there's bits of information in there that you're going to need, unless you do like, you know, some people and they just Google the facts. I had to, okay, but it was interesting because it gave it just gave you what you needed to know. It okay? gave you the information, yes, without spending the time because I don't have any. Right. <laughs> so, um, this was beautifully done. Um, when I was told that this is a horror movie, I didn't understand, and then I went and I understood the madness part was a thing. It, uh, <laughs> yeah, ah, uh, there was a jump scare. Which I did not yeah. anticipate. And I feel like if I had gone and watched this in 3D, I would have shit myself right there. That's why I didn't want to go 3D. <laughs> I, I was like, like no. Nah. Yeah. But yeah. you could definitely tell the parts that were supposed to be 3D, yeah. which was yep. maddening because it looks like that really weird, blurry yep. thing. Um, the colors. Oh, spot on. CGI. Spot on. Like, it was all beautiful. The like, there was nothing. Yeah. The fucking just a cloak alone. I love that. Um, thing. So you said the director of this. I know it was directed by the guy who directed Deadpool, but then you said it was also directed by the person who directed Evil Dead. Is that what you told me? 
No, Deadpool was some was another movie, sweetie. Nope. Um, pretty sure. Spider-Man. No, it was Bullet Train that we were talking about. Was Deadpool too? Was it Deadpool too? Oh, yes, yeah. because I said that thing where and I was like, like oh, Christ, if he does not make an appearance. And if he's not the train conductor. Um, oh, my God. That was such so, a no, the director of uh, Doctor Strange was Sam Raimi, who, if yes. you know that name, he directed Evil Deads. Evil Deads. So, he has those. Um, that's why this one, at least I think that's why, this one has a lot of horry. Sometimes I'm saying horry. Yep, it does. Scary. Uh, elements here. It does. And I was. It has the perfect thing. touch of darkness, mm. and that is amplified by Sir Danny Elfman, because yes. the music was so Her. good. That scene, that scene, that scene. Yeah. I never would have thought. Mm-mm. I was like, whose genius plan was this? I need to know. Danny Elfman. I need to know whose plan this was. Yep. Because how beautiful was that, though? Yeah. Also, can I just say I want to live in Stranger's house. The paneling, oh. the wood, the candelabras, yeah. the books. Yeah, it's definitely your vibe. Oh, I, I want to live in that. Mm-hmm. Even when he was in that other dimension and it was like the even spookier version. Yeah, it was like a haunted mansion. Oh my God, I loved it. Yeah. Like, that, I want to live in a haunted mansion, please. All Minus the ghosty. Well, actually, no. Keep it interesting. Give me the ghosts. All old characters and new did an amazing job. I oh. think that... So I've talked about... A, a, like quite a bit um, off air I think not really on air about how the fourth phase is like really fucking with me and I think mm. it's because I'm missing a key component and according to certain people I am told it's because I've not watched Loki yet and I was told that if I just watch Loki everything will fall into place because remember how we talked a few episodes ago how like this all felt very chaotic Yep. so and the fourth phase feels just like that. And I feel like this Doctor Strange movie along with Shang-Chi is something that is more like the first three phases. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't, it almost doesn't even fit very well with the fourth phase. I feel like it's phase one, two, three status. Yeah. Um. So it's, I was pleasantly surprised by this. I was glad that it wasn't another shitty I'm so, it's not shitty, but another like I'm glad I wasn't just like, oh, good. I, I went to see this and it was great. But thank you for the information that I need to know for the next one. Yeah, it wasn't that, which is what like the vibe that I'm getting from the fourth phase. Um, I think that's why I can't. It's hard to keep up with Marvel because it's almost like so much. It becomes overwhelming. To be honest, though, I I think all I have left is Loki, Hawkeye and what if to watch. I that's that's all I have left and after that I'm caught up to the fourth phase wow. oh that's not lot. true Moon Knight oh yeah no, which I, I hear that. is phenomenal I've heard mixed so yeah but either way so but I like all right so Doc Strange at least we want to give like a synopsis at least um because we have Amer- America Chavez is that her last name yeah I think so Okay. She was super cute, by the way. She is. Um, Actually, no, should we not? I was just going to say, was that in the trailer? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's, 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 that's like our new person. person. Everyone else is pretty much like we've seen them before. Like Wong comes back. Obviously, Wanda's there. Obviously, um, Doctor Strange's love interest is there. Um, but basically, the feel that you get is that the multiverses are, are spilling into each other. 
Oh, yeah. And now it is up to us to us. I say when I say us, I mean, Dr. Strange and his little team. It's up to them to kind of just put everything back where it's supposed to go. Yeah. And through that is where what if comes into play. So, like, if you had watched What If at one point, you would have known where all these new characters had come from. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a couple of uh, cameos, not cameos, it's just, like, these these very unexpected characters that came in. Yeah, in the different realms. And yeah. I was like, wait, wait, yeah. what does this mean? And yeah. it was great. Yeah. Um, It was a great little... Yeah, Yeah, but that's that's pretty much the gist of it. Multiverses are spilling into each other, and we got to fix it, and we need to find out who the bad guy was, which I was not expecting, but Mm. I was Mm. pleasantly surprised, and I'm glad that it went in the direction that it went in. Oh, yeah. Like, I because of this movie, other things in the fourth phase make a little more sense. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I just need to catch up. It was just, uh, it was just beautiful. but it was, it was very well, it's very, everything that you would expect from a Marvel movie. We were those obnoxious girls laughing, <gasps> gasping. But oh my God. But look, look, look. Oh, no, 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 no. oh my God. I'm gonna, look, look. So there was that one part where I leaned into you and I started singing thriller and not two seconds later, Javi leaned in and he was like, thriller. I was like, what the fuck? Yep. Yep. Are we yep. on the same wavelength here? I hit you, I think, a lot of times. Like It was appreciated. Um, it, Like, moments like that, you know? But see, it's it's because of that that I can't watch movies at the movie theater. Because I yeah. don't know how to shut the fuck up. I don't know how to... And I wish that... I could hear you, though. I could see your, like... <laughs> I could feel your facial feature, like, reactions, I like, want, next to me, so... I want nothing more than... To watch, watch a movie the way that I watch it and have you be there with me. Yeah. But I can't do that in the movie theater unless no. they put us in a box yeah. or we're completely alone. Yeah. I, I, I was freaking out when the cameo, the first cameo popped yeah. up. I was like, this is it. This is, this is great. This is great. But I, I can't say shit no, because, no, yeah. No, not allowed. Um, I don't know if it's better to like, I, I was thinking like, okay, if we're at the front, they're not going to hear us because my voice is going down this way. Whereas if like I had sat in the back in the front, they were going to hear me. Yeah. But also where we were sitting is prime location, by the way. Is it? You prefer? Yeah. Okay, good. Because when I go to movies, that's the, that's like where I want to be. I was just going to buy the men tickets because we are going to go see men in theaters. Oh, I was like, what men are you talking Next about? Week, it, just, Javi. it just came out. It just came out on Friday. Um, but we're going to go see it on Tuesday so that we're prepared for the next episode. So make sure that if you guys can go watch Men, go do that. And if you don't know what Men is, go watch the trailer right now. Yes. Oh, my God. It looks terrifying. It's literally I, just called I Men. I don't think I'm going to do well. No. But I was going to buy the tickets and I was like, mm, wait a second. I don't know if she wants to sit there again. So, But now that I know, I'll buy the tickets as soon as we wrap It's either now. that row because it's like right behind the, the handicap no, part. Yeah. yeah. Or the the aisle behind those two are like the only ones I like. Okay, I just like it because it was very close to the exit. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That was really good. But center, I know it's annoying when you have to go to the bathroom, but center, center is where you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's like row D. Yep. D or E. Oh, so good. Have you been to Cinemark though in Salem? No. We should try there. I know. Oh, you have the stubs thing. Yeah, girl. Um, I was like never half mind. The price. But for the next like big thing that comes out and you want something different, it'd be nope. Only because they got seat warmers. 
their newer Ooh. seats. Yes, and that they have little, it's like high school, the little tray, little tables, they come towards you. Oh, that's convenient. So you don't have to like put your shit, on, like your snacks on the side. No, you have it on the arms. You. you have it on a little table, it swivels in front of you. Yeah, it's really nice. Oh, yeah. This um, summer, but, I'm going to go crazy because I didn't know that if you joined Stubbs through AMC, that even if you just do the free one, you get special like discounts on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. And I paid half the price I was supposed to pay for three tickets. And I was That's because like, nobody goes to the movies on Mondays and Tuesdays. Yeah, but for the summer? Oh, hell yeah. I'm here, 100%. Movies release on Fridays? We're going Tuesday. Okay. Uh, from now on, I want every Tuesday off this summer. Yep. I already wrote down all the movies that are coming out. I'm pumped. And I've been wanting to get to the movies more often just because it's a better experience than my phone. I, yeah. I totally, like, you forget that. Yeah. Streaming, you forget that. Like, there's yeah. just, I don't give a shit how, like, nice your your sound system is, your monitor or screen or whatever. There's I nothing like that. I cannot tell you. The last beautiful movie I've, minus Doctor Strange. When I went to go see the newer Godzilla, the 2014 one. Yes. When that, when we saw that, I'm t- goosebumps for days it was the sound the music just the all of it and it was like that's why i love going to the movies you were so giddy i was so, but then i saw the second one got godzilla um king of the monsters when that came out i saw it at home we rented it and it just wasn't obviously it was still same. great but it didn't hit the same no it doesn't and i will pay that experience alone i will pay any amount of money i just for. wish that crowd that we were there with was a little more lively I know. Like, like, we were freaking out, and I had to freak out and it whisper. It was and happening. <laughs> I had to freak out and whisper. Did and you see like that the- clip of when people went to go see Spider-Man No Way Home? And yes, when Andrew Garfield yes. took off his day, everybody Girl. cheered and screamed Endgame. and clapped. And yes. when everyone came back, yes. I was like, yo, I want to be there. I wanna, where, where are those audiences? I be there. Yes. Where the fuck is that happening? Fuck you, Methuen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, though, because that's literally the only movie theater we have right now. Yep. Showcase is closed. Yeah. Minus Cinemark now. Well, now, yeah. But I... <sighs> yeah. Nine. And, nine. Oh, easily. Easily. Nine wickets. I just... I love... I will say... I love Benedict better as, like... As Sherlock, I feel like he's more... He's a better actor. Now that you bring that up. But... Because he's more, he's very like vanilla as Doc Strange for me. Maybe because I I first introduced, was introduced to him via Sherlock and it was like his like best performance ever. And Doc Strange, I don't know, he just feels very like watered down to me. He's still amazing though. Okay. I've, I love him, but I'm just saying his chops come out when he's Sherlock and other things I've seen well, him in. yeah, because, yeah, that's just his attitude. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so I'm going to take this in a little slightly different direction. I sent you, I don't know how many messages on the Winchesters. Oh, just, you only sent me a couple. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So that's airing soon, mm-hmm. which I was like, wait, well, I thought we were just talking about this, Jensen. This, I, didn't I honestly, think. yeah, I, I thought it was like only in pre-production. Yeah, I, I didn't know it was already I, done. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, how is there a trailer? I thought we just talked about this last week. Yeah. How, was you working fast? So then he's also... I also didn't know Daniil wasn't a part of it either. Yeah, it was them too. And then Jerry got wicked fucking mad because he found out via Twitter, not via Jensen. So they had oh, to I sit didn't know down that. and have a conversation. I didn't yes. know that. He's also talking about doing um, a mini comeback for the boys, for the Winchester boys. Uh, 10 episodes on HBO. 
which is what we've always wanted. We wanted swears. We wanted I want sex. The fucks. We wanted. I don't, I don't even. even I, don't I don't want the sex. sex. I don't want the sex. I just want the fucks. I just want the swear word. The swear, not the action. So. Because you know that's that's more realistic. He's talking like true detective blended with supernatural. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't care what it is. Just do it. Yep. HBO. I want... I need to hear it. Mm-hmm. I need to hear it. Um, the other thing that's coming, I just saw a trailer, a new tra- I think it was a new trailer for The Boys. Because that's oh, yeah, coming season soon. three. Yeah. yeah. And it got me so excited. I was so pumped. I was like, I need this in my life again. I need it. The other thing I heard read somewhere just once so i don't know how much stock there is into this robert downey jr wants johnny depp to play in one of the sherlock movies and i'm like why haven't we done this yet who gives a fuck i don't care who gives his estranged brother i don't don't care his brother's already in it but that makes so much why why haven't we done that i need this in my life i it needs to happen yeah, yeah, it needs to happen. It just makes so much sense. It does. That, that's why I'm like, why why not before? And he himself would make a great Sherlock. Uh, yes. The opium Sherlock. Oh my god, I can't even. I just that that world, yeah, was made for him. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. I just need him. What? Tim Burton needs to make a Sherlock Holmes version. Stop it. Now we're gonna go down the rabbit hole. You oh guys? my god though think about okay. it have, have, have a great, a great week, week. <laughs> have a great week as we go through some crises Moriarty's after me with Jack Sparrow is that a German turn? Oh, goodbye <laughs>